0: To the Once Again Podcast. We are your hosts, Ashley and Jason. In this episode, we'll be looking at the 1988 film, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Which, a little bit of trivia to dive into, because uh, it was bothering me that there was no question mark at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Turns out, in Hollywood, it's a superstition to put a question mark in the title of your movie.
1: Oh, so, interesting. Yeah,
0: they, they wouldn't put a question mark in it, for some reason.
1: Well, uh, I'm putting your question mark always, because... <laughs> Yeah. all
0: right question marks going in ours in this series we won't be doing a deep analysis of the film or giving a bunch of behind the scenes facts but rather giving our impressions of the overall film and the songs from the film we'll also be giving a score to the film and ranking the songs so grab some popcorn sit back and enjoy this episode
1: wow no fun thing
0: no i didn't th- I, I put these notes together very late and i um i don't know what do you want so avoid the dip, <laughs> avoid the dip. have your overhyped wife who's not really that attractive but for some reason people think that she is uh sleep with or play patty cake with a bunch of random men
1: play patty cake with a hot woman (laughs)
0: Yeah. yeah and enjoy this episode i don't know
1: so, grab some popcorn, play some patty cake with a hot woman, and enjoy this episode.
0: I don't get it. I really don't. <laughs> I
1: don't either. Like, but I'm going to say it. And
0: I've seen, like, cosplayers dress up as Jessica Rabbit and stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> no, I still don't. Like, a, a real world woman who I do find attractive dressed up as Jessica Rabbit does nothing for me. Like, I. I it, whatever. Teach their own. But Who Framed Roger Rabbit is a 1988 American live action animated comedy mystery film. Loosely adapted from Gary K. Wolfe's 1981 novel, Who Censored Roger Rabbit?
1: I want to read that. that. That's what I got out of research and what I was doing for this podcast. I want to read that.
0: Maybe we'll, that'll be our next book that we cover or something. I feel like we
1: have like three books we gotta yeah. cover. We're yeah. getting...
0: The Chronicles of Pruday and that I, I think that's gonna come at some point. But I think
1: White Sargasso Sea needs White a...
0: Sargasso Sea is most likely gonna show up, yeah. Set in, 19, in a 1947 version of Hollywood, where cartoon characters, commonly referred to as toons, and people coexist, the film follows Eddie Valiant, a private investigator who must help exonerate Roger Rabbit, a toon who has been framed for the murder of Ac- Acme Corporation's owner. Walt Disney Pictures purchased the rights to the film, uh, the film story, in 1981. While filming, the production budget began to rapidly expand. And the shooting schedule ran longer than expected. Michael Eisner, boo. No. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I do whoa, that every whoa, whoa, time. Whoa, whoa. I, I have to, I boo whoever the CEO of Disney is every time.
1: Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. We're but, not booing Michael no, Eisner. No, we do, we do we like, do, we like we do Michael, Eisner. Boo Michael Eisner. We do like Michael Eisner on this podcast. Uh, he is wonderful.
0: Yeah, except that time that he didn't pay. What was it, Peggy Lee? The yeah, that, that, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Except that. Yeah, there you get the boo, Michael. But, but Michael Eisner, then CEO, and Roy E. Disney, vice chairman of the Walt Disney Company, felt the film was too risque with adult themes and sexual references. Eisner and film director Robert Zemeckis disagreed over various elements of it, but Zemeckis had final cut privilege, uh, final cut privilege, and he refused to make alterations. And good for him on doing that. Good. Yeah. Roy E. Disney, head of feature animation, along with the studio chief, Jeffrey Katzenberg, felt it was inappropriate to to release the film under the studio's... Or no, felt it was appropriate to release the film under the studio's adult-oriented Touchstone Pictures banner instead of the flagship Walt Disney Pictures banner. The film opened in the United States on July... On June 22nd, 1988, grossing 11, just over $11 million, because I'm not going to say everything that's there, or roughly 29 million today, in 1,045 theaters during its opening weekend, ranking first place at the U.S. box office. It was Disney's biggest opening weekend ever at the time of its release. Who Framed Roger Rabbit had a budget of 50.6 million, or 127.4 million today and grossed over 351.5 million worldwide or 885.4 million today becoming the second highest grossing film of 1988 behind only Rain Man at the time of its release it was the 20th highest grossing film of all time it received acclaim from critics who pra- who praised its visual humor writing and performances Uh, with critics and audiences considering it to be groundbreaking. It also brought a renewed interest in the golden age of American animation, spearheading modern American animation and the Disney Renaissance. Who Framed Roger Rabbit won three Academy Awards for Best Film Editing, Best Sound Effects Editing, and Best Visual Effects, and received a Special Achievement Academy Award for the Animation Direction by Williams. The film was released on VHS on October 12, 1989, and DVD on September 28th. Hey, 1999. <laughs> what a good day September 28th is. On March 25th, 2003, Buena Vista Home Entertainment released it as part of the Vista series line in a two-disc collection with many extra features, including a documentary, Behind the Ears, The True Story of Roger Rabbit, a deleted scene in which a pig's head is tuned onto Eddie, onto, e- onto Eddie's, the three Roger Rabbit shorts, uh, Tummy Trouble, Rollercoaster Rabbit, and Trail Mix-Up, as well as a booklet and interactive games. The only short on the 2003 VH- VHS release was Tummy Trouble. The 2003 DVD release presents the film in its full screen, on Disc 1, and widescreen on Disc 2. On March 12, 2013, the film was released on Blu-ray and DVD combo special edition for the film's 25th anniversary. The film was also digitally restored for the release. Frame-by-frame digital restoration was done by Parsad Studios, removing dirt, tears, scratches, and other defects. Walt Disney Studio Home Entertainment released the film, on Ultra HD Blu-ray on December 7th, 2021. In 2016, the film was selected for preservation in the United States National Film Registry by the Library of Congress for as being culturally, historically, and aesthetically significant. Over the past 35 years, Zemeckis, Spielbergs, and others involved in the film have mentioned that a sequel or prequel has been in various stages of development. However, in a 2018 interview with Yahoo Movies, Zemeckis said that while the uh, sequel script is wonderful, Disney is still unlikely to ever produce it, saying the current corporate Disney culture has no interest in Roger, and they certainly don't like Jessica at all. He f- uh, further went on to say that he would not see the possibility of producing it as an original film for Disney+, Plus, as he feels that it, it does not make any sense as there is no princess in it. The 2002 film Chippendale Rescue Rangers was created as a spiritual successor to Roger Rabbit through combining several different animations, animation techniques that have come about since Roger Rabbit. Roger appears in a cameo in that film.
1: And if you want to know our thoughts on that, definitely go check out our podcast episode on that.
0: We didn't do Chippendale.
1: I think we did. did Pretty did. sure we did. I think we did, Jason. I'm pretty
0: sure. We I'm... could take that
1: out if we didn't, but yeah, I thought we did. I'm
0: pretty sure I've never watched sure? Chippendale. Are Rescue. you sure? I'm
1: pretty sure you did. Didn't we watch it because I told you to watch it? I feel I could, like I we could did. could pull up our list of we covered. We comfort. should, we should, because I feel like we did. I don't know anymore. I don't remember. I feel like we did, though. But if we
0: didn't, we will.
1: I feel like we did, though.
0: Okay, maybe we did. I, did. I don't remember. I don't know. Damn... COVID shot. <laughs> it take away my brain. Damn
1: COVID shot. <laughs> um,
0: no, I don't, I don't think we ever I did. I feel like
1: we did, but...
0: Are you doing another podcast with someone <laughs> no. else that you haven't told me about? Oh
1: my god, no.
0: Is this where the truth comes out? <laughs> Are you podcast shopping around? <laughs> no. I'm so hurt.
1: I feel like we did, though.
0: Uh, I don't think
1: Unless we did. Unless we just talked about it a lot in one of our episodes, like unrelated to that, because I feel like we did talk about it a whole bunch at some point, like, mid-episode of something then.
0: I'm quite certain I didn't watch that yet. Because it it was written by the guys from The Lonely Island, who I'm big fans of, but I don't think I've watched it
1: yet. I we did. I'm not seeing it, though, but maybe I thought we did. Or, like, we meant to. Who knows? Because I remember being like, we should do this.
0: Are you and Ashley from a parallel universe? Did you slide into this one?
1: (laughs) Maybe (laughs) That would explain a lot of things.
0: You're the Mandela, Ashley. <laughs> I'm it's... the Mandela. Yeah.
1: No, I think we definitely talked about it during something, though. Well... Like, maybe I... not as its own episode, but I think we, like, definitely brought it up while we were talking about something else.
0: Probably. Because... Um, no, now, now you're getting me confused because I was about to say I think we did an episode on Space Jam, but we definitely didn't do <laughs> no, that. No, we
1: definitely didn't do that. But
0: I remember because they like they came out relatively maybe like six months apart or something, maybe a year apart or whatever. The um, uh, what's his name? Um, LeBron James Space Jam. I'm talking about um, because like I remember people were praising Chip and Dale and saying how awful Space Jam was. Uh, maybe we talked about that. I can't remember um but anyway we this,
1: definitely talked about it a little bit but i don't know i'm inter- i don't know what episode that would have been like what brought it up as a thing
0: i am interested to watch it though because um there's like cameos in it and stuff it's, that I. it's I'm...
1: definitely good i'm gonna write it down as a
0: all right well we're going to cover it at some point yes um maybe relatively soon maybe maybe you know two or three episodes from now we'll cover it or something before we dive back into other material.
1: <laughs> um. uh, directed by Robert Zemeckis. Screenplay by Jeffrey Price and Peter S. Seaman. Based on Who Censored, Roger Rabbit by Gary K. Wolf. Produced by Frank Marshall and Robert Watts. Executive producer, Steven Spielberg. Edited by Arthur Schmidt. Cinematography by Dean Cundey. Music by Alan Silvestri. Production companies are Touchstone Pictures, Amblin Emp- Entertainment, Silver Screen Partners. Distributed by Buena Vista Pictures Distribution. The runtime is 104 minutes. Starring Bob Hoskins as Eddie Valiant, Christopher Lloyd as Judge Doom with Corey Britton as Doom's Toon Voice, Charles Fleischer as Roger Rabbit, Benny the Cab, Greasy, and Psycho, Stubby K as Marvin Acme. Joanna Cassidy as Dolores, Kathleen Turner as Jessica Rabbit, Amy Irving provides Jessica Rabbit's singing voice, Mel Blanc as Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Porky Pig, Tweety Bird, and Sylvester the Cat.
0: Very nicely done. So, how do you do? You want to do it the same way like we did the? Last? Yeah, I okay. think that worked well. All right, we'll recap it that way then. So we're in nineteen forty-seven Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um and we have a world where a cartoon Well actually I guess I should start by saying we start off in a sh- cartoon short like that's how and I I've seen clips of this movie over the years but I never watched it from beginning to end Really but, uh, Yeah so for me I thought oh how cute we're going to get a cartoon short of Roger Rabbit before like going back to like an old style mm-hmm. where you used to see cart but it, it and it does sort of do that but then we go right into the movie like it's like the, yep. they're filming this cartoon short which I have a feeling that this Baby Herman cartoon was a Disney commentary on Looney Tunes because it's so violent.
1: It is. Like,
0: it's way more violent than anything Disney does. Uh, It's way more violent than anything that Looney Tunes did, quite frankly. Yeah, but
1: I think think that's why, you know, I think that's why Disney was kind of, like, on the fence about, like, eh, this is a little too much and too adult, but I think that's also the point is to be, like, What would adult Looney Tunes kind of look like, even if it's not quite adult Looney Tunes? Like, this is not an animated film for children, by any means. No.
0: And which, a fun fact about this was that Warner Brothers agreed to let them use those characters under two conditions. The first condition was that they have to have equal screen time, which Disney came up with, like, putting uh, Roger, or Roger, Rabbit, putting Bugs Bunny with mickey mouse putting daffy duck with donald, donald duck. duck like that's they have
1: to be a same screen yeah, yeah. Time. They, yep. were,
0: they were like okay same and the second condition was that warner brothers insisted on this came out in 88 they insisted on using the 88 designs for the characters and disney wanted to use the, the 1940s designs yes. so base everyone talks about how much time was spent a- a- animating this no one ever talks about the fact that Disney animators drew two versions of this movie. The one they sent to Warner Brothers Studios with the 88 designs saying, yeah, this is what it looks like. And the one that they actually released had the 1940s designs. So, like, they, they, they pulled the wool over whatever... And once the movie was out, it was like, well, it's out now. There's nothing we can do about it. But, like, I just think it's funny. that They're like, yeah, yeah, we're using the modern-day designs. Don't worry. Here, look, look, look. It looks great. Oh, okay, all right, cool. It looks great. And then Disney was like, hee, hee, hee. <laughs> like, like we're, we're, we're using the old designs.
1: Hee, hee, hee. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, Mr.
0: Burns. But uh, it's a very interesting way to reveal this world i feel like because it it shows like it shows off okay we're watching this cartoon short before anything but it's like nope this is the actual world cartoons can do these ridiculous things and survive uh and it's and you know the director of this short gets mad at roger because he makes bells go around his head instead Mm. of stars or whatever ridiculous but still like it's whatever
1: roger's making a poor choice okay
0: yeah and uh eddie valiant our protagonist gets hired by um i forget the character's name now but the uh marvin acme he gets uh he gets hired by him to investigate what's going on with jessica rabbit roger's wife he thinks that Mm -hmm. she's having an affair and it's distracting roger and blah 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 so he he goes to this nightclub eddie goes to this nightclub to see jessica rabbit he runs into betty boop there which was cute to see a betty betty boop cameo and then sees Jessica Rabbit, which uh, Bob Hopkins had no idea what he was looking at. They told him, just imagine the most beautiful woman that you've ever seen. I guess the most beautiful woman in the animator's minds have no, doesn't have a nose. But, <laughs> but, uh, listen, I, I, I don't get it. Like, I really don't. Like, if you find Jessica Rabbit sexually attractive, good for you. Not for me. It's for
1: the furries, Jason. You're not a furry. But
0: it's, no, it's, she's she's a human. It's not that I I can't find an image pleasing, like, like a a cartoon image. Like, you know, I think Esmeralda. I feel she's
1: just very wavy and has no, like, actual, like, points of, how to put it? Like, she doesn't have dimension at all as a character. (laughs) She's just wavy and, like, the correct silhouette, but, like just the silhouette like there's no features on that silhouette she's just the silhouette
0: well we covered batman mask of the phantasm Mm -hmm. and jessica rabbit and my i actually looked to see if bruce tim designed her he didn't he has drawn her several times since Mm -hmm. but she does kind of remind me of a bruce tim the head animator of batman Mm -hmm. the animated series design which some of the you know poison ivy hot harley Mm -hmm. quinn hot sure whatever Like, it's not that I couldn't find a cartoon. Like, I'm not one of these people, oh, it's a cartoon, that's not a pleasing. No. 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 Like, I I think Esmeralda from Hunchback of Notre Dame's Like I said, I think
1: it's because she doesn't have discernible features, really. Like, she's just wavy lines meant to look like a silhouette, but, like, beyond that has no features of that silhouette. Like, you're not like, look at her, like, look at her ass. Like, you're not seeing anything. But when you're seeing characters like Poison Ivy, there's enough skin and enough like stuff going on that they still have it's more than a silhouette it's like yeah. i
0: don't know we're spending more time on this but... <laughs> okay, let's we're, we're probably going to talk about <laughs> jessica rabbit and how hot or not she is throughout the film a lot of times but um so anyway eddie valent's like oh my god i can't believe that she's married to a rabbit oh she's so hot oh and what's his name the head of acne uh goes back to see her and they play patty cake together. and and, yeah which clearly you know we know what they're actually doing or what they're supposed to be doing it's not the noises that they're making and how excited that they are it's not really patty cake folks but the the they're playing patty cake yeah yeah yeah. he's Mm -hmm. he's padding that cake um
1: (laughs) oh my god stop you're killing me slowly sorry
0: but so eddie takes some photos of it
1: oh that's fake
0: yeah that's fine it's fine i'll i'll make it quieter um (laughs) eddie takes some photos takes it back to the the guy that hired him he's like oh look at this and uh roger sees the photos and he's devastated he's like oh no she played patty cake with With someone else yeah runs out of the the room and eddie's like all right well cool i got paid i'm going home now and falls asleep drunk at his desk which beautiful piece of storytelling and this is robert zemeckis because he does the same thing in the back to the future store uh movies shows us eddie's brother's desk that's empty there with Mm -hmm. like the photos of them and everything we get like we know that eddie's brother was killed by a tune and that's why he doesn't like tunes but we get like so much story, like that eddie at one time was happy and wasn't an alcoholic and wasn't jaded and everything and when his brother died he lost all that but a beautiful piece of storytelling eddie gets woken up the next day by his old lieutenant i guess who says uh oh yeah roger rabbit killed that guy blah 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 we need you to find him, and he's like, "Oh, okay, I don't, whatever, I'll go find him." So he goes back and uh, to the movie studio, and he meets uh, Judge Doom there, played mm. by Christopher Lloyd, totally not creepy or anything, just a <laughs> regular guy. Who he's the judge of like the tunes, or they don't really explain it that well. But he kills a shoe. He developed yeah. this new dip thing that kill, kills cartoons, and he just. Gets to kill the shoe because the shoe was by him. Like, it annoyed him, I guess.
1: Yeah, he's a terrifying character.
0: But it's also like, oh, this guy who has no regard for life. (laughs) Because these toons are sentient. Like, they're living things. And he just gets to kill. Like, no one's like, oh, yeah, this guy who just murdered a cartoon in front of us. Totally not suspicious at all. Like, because the cartoon annoyed him. Um, But anyway. uh, And he goes back to his his, uh, house or his home. And he runs into <clears throat> baby Herman there, who makes a very inappropriate joke, but I found hilarious <laughs> about uh, having a 50-year-old brain, but only a three-year-old dinky. Um, oh. I, I cracked up, or a three-month-old dinky, whatever it was, I cracked up at it. Um, and uh, I, I personally, I think Herman was hiding Roger Rabbit. And then was like, I gotta ditch mm-hmm. this. like I can't I can't take like his antics anymore. So he ditches Rob, uh, uh R- Roger Rabbit there, and Rogers in Eddie's office, and Eddie discovers this by going to sleep, and Rogers in the bed with them, antics and Sue, they get handcuffed together. Uh, these weasels that work for Judge Doom oh, show I up. Oh, I
1: hate the weasels. Do You know, uh, there were... But man, I hate weasels in every movie. Weasels just look creepy. They look shifty. I don't like them.
0: They were... Uh, there were only five of them in the film. Originally, there were going to be seven, and they were going to be a, a parody of the seven dwarves. Yeah. I, oh, I love I was, that. I was like, oh, I wish they had done that. Like, <laughs> oh, that's, one that. Of, that's one of the things that I get disappointed when I read, like, behind... Because I enjoyed it as it was, but, like, when I read behind the facts then... Although, I don't know if I would have gotten it. Because, like, they're weasels. They're not, like, like. but if it was the seven, I think they should have just used the seven dwarves. That would have been, that would have been great. Like, oh, my God, that would have been great. Um, but anyway. They would never, but. Yeah, so they search Eddie's apartment. Eddie's hiding Roger in his sink, washing his dirty clothes while he's doing it. Uh, the weasels eventually leave. Uh, and Eddie's like, you know, I got to get, we got to get these handcuffs off of us. Let me take you to the bar that my off-again, on-again girlfriend works at. And she'll be able to help us, because um, I guess he doesn't have any tools at home or the keys to his because ha- they're his handcuffs. <laughs> um, but he doesn't have the keys to them.
1: Well, he was doing some hanky panky with the girl at the bar, so she has the keys.
0: Oh, I didn't put that together. Okay, she would have the keys. They're her handcuffs. Okay, all right, I get it. I just figured because he was a detective that they're his handcuffs. But Shh. no, no, na, na, na. yeah, no. I like I like the way that you're that, that you're filling in gaps that were there for me. They get there and they hide Roger in the back with Eddie because it turns out the bar pulled over from being a speakeasy in the 20s when alcohol was illegal in the United States. And uh, the weasels show up there because they followed Eddie. They were just like, yeah, he definitely has them, and we're going to follow him. And Eddie eventually, well, Roger reveals that he could have gotten out of the handcuffs at any time (laughs) yeah, because he could just slip right out of them. Um, But he waited until it would have been funny to do it. (laughs) and and it was (laughs) it was funny yeah yeah. um but eddie saws the handcuff off him the one that's stuck to him he saws it off and judge doom shows up at the bar and uh he starts doing the shave and a haircut knock the and eddie's like roger calm down roger's freaking out like he's like no i gotta do it i gotta do it i gotta do it and eventually breaks out from behind the speakeasy and Judge Doom was like, all right, well, now I'm going to kill you. And he's got some dip there. And he's going to put Roger in the dip. Oh. Uh, I com- we are I com- way far. Yeah, I completely skipped the song uh, that Jessica Rabbit sings. I'm sorry.
1: Oh, Does it really matter?
0: Well, it was well performed. I gave it an 8 out of 10. Did you give it a score? No, I
1: didn't really give it a score. All
0: right, that's fine. Ashley gives it an 8 yes. out of 10, too. Okay, <laughs> um, 8
1: out of 10 as well.
0: But so Judge Doom is going to kill Roger. Eddie's like... Let him have one drink before you kill him. He's like, okay, that's fine. Eddie puts the alcohol in Roger's mouth. Roger freaks out because that's what alcohol does to cartoons. Escapes. Eddie gets out of there. Uh, knocks over the vial of dip, which Judge Doom backs up from very quickly. Um, I don't know if you know. Spoiler knows. alert. Yeah. Something that, I mean, you put together by this point that Judge Doom is the bad guy. And by this point, you're like, oh, he's also a cartoon. Yeah. Um, but something that Christopher uh, Lloyd did that I found out in the research before I started uh, watching the movie and I paid close attention to was that he decided since he's a cartoon he's never going to blink when he's on camera and he didn't. And that's extremely impressive to have that That's why
1: he's extra creepy all the time. Yeah, he doesn't
0: blink a single time that he's on camera. Um, Which some of the scenes that he's on he's talking for like two or three minutes. Like that's a long time to go without blinking. Um, Evidently the same... um, I can't think of the actor's name. But the guy that played the T one thousand in Terminator two mm-hmm. also did the same thing. Oh. He was like, "No, he's a machine. He doesn't blink." Like, and so he never blunk the whole time that he was on camera either. Fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Christopher Lade does that same thing here. And then they escape in Roger's friend Benny the the cab. Benny um, the
1: cab. I love yeah. Benny. Which
0: I wonder. Do you think that's where Benny from Halloween Town gets his name from? Because oh, he's the probably. cab driver. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah but they escape in Benny the cab and oh, I'm trying to remember what happens next. Um, they're trying to find the will for, for uh, Acme. Yeah. Cause
1: he supposedly gave the tunes control. Like basically
0: gave them, gave,
1: that gave them toontown. Yeah. So,
0: um, and they're looking for that. And Eddie goes back to the guy that hired him to tr- track down what was going on with Jessica rabbit and everything. And he gets shot while Eddie's there. Don't know who it is, but it's Judge Doom that shot him. It's the only character that wears black gloves yep. in the movie. Um, and they chase Eddie, chases after him. Roger, meanwhile, gets knocked out by Jessica Rabbit and stuffed in her car. And um, they end up in the Toon World. Like they go to Toontown, and uh, Jessica saves Eddie from getting shot. Still don't know who it is, but it's Judge Doom. Um, and jessica reveals that it's oh actually this isn't where it gets revealed that yeah it's judge j- doom. yeah jessica yeah, c- reveals that yeah, it's Judge Doom. yeah and he's kidnapped roger if i remember correctly at this point um like judge doom gets a hold of roger and somehow gets a hold of jessica too later on i can't remember what happened in between but he gets anyway it climaxes they're in this warehouse that's outside of toon town mm-hmm. and uh he's gonna judge doom reveals that he Wants to destroy Toontown to build a freeway because yes. he, he he's he bought he bought or he's going to buy the land at Yeah, midnight. and
1: he just wants it to be like fully like basically like a you know strip town like strip yeah. malls yeah. and yeah. convenience stores. Yeah, Yes, yeah, So yeah. he can make money off of
0: it. exactly. And um, he also reveals that he's the tune that killed Eddie's brother. Uh, yes, this is, this is where it gets revealed that he's a tune as well. And him and Eddie fight while Jessica <laughs> and Roger mm-hmm. hang in the balance because Dip is being sprayed at them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Eddie does a little musical number of his own, which I tried to find out what the name of it was. The best I could come up with was that it was called Kill 'em Him With Laughter, sung by Bob Hop- Hopkins. It's not mm-hmm. act- it's not a real song, Yeah. but I wrote that I like the adult humor in it because there's certain lines that he cuts off where he's yes. going to say a very dirty word.
1: <laughs> and then doesn't. And it. then doesn't. Yes.
0: Um, and I gave it a 6 out of 10.
1: All right, I'll give it a six out of ten, too. It was good. Uh, I did enjoy it.
0: But it literally kills the weasels. They laugh until they die. I
1: love that part <laughs> that they laugh till they're dead.
0: Yeah, I guess that's why it couldn't be the seven dwarves, really. But they could have they maybe been, come around or something. Like, you know, Eddie could have mm-hmm. made their hearts grow three sizes that day or something. Get yes. all the cartoons in here. But so Eddie stops Judge Doom by, you know, destroying the vat that's shooting out the dip. It goes on, Doom kills him because he's Mm -hmm. a Toon. Um, And then the machine that he created to destroy Toontown gets destroyed by a train in Toontown. Uh, Jessica and Eddie, or Jessica and Roger are okay. Like, Eddie lets them down, washes away all the dips, so that's gone now, too. And that's pretty much it, basically. I'm trying to think of what else happens. Uh, Oh, they find earlier in the film, Acne had uh, had sprayed eddie with some disappearing ink mm-hmm. turns out it's disappearing and reappearing ink and that's uh where his will is written on a note that roger had the whole time that he wrote a love note to jessica on uh it had acne and it gets revealed yeah, that Tune it, town is for the tunes, tunes and they celebrate and then they sing uh smile darn so, uh smile darn ya smile it's performed by all the tunes and i i wrote could this movie end any other way and no, i gave it, it a six out of five because
1: the tunes have to sing yeah so six out of ten
0: yeah and then in the final closing moment porky pig comes up with comes up with his that's all folks line and tinkerbell does her little dot like the two of them they you know he closes out Looney two things by saying that's all doubt uh folks and tinkerbell draws and that's how yep. the disney movie ends That's all I have to say about that. I don't know. Is there anything else in the recap that... uh,
1: No, not really. I mean, I think it's a very straightforward movie.
0: Yeah. Do you want to go into our overall scores, then? Sure,
1: if you want to go first this
0: time. Okay. Uh, I wrote down, I've seen parts of this movie over the years, but never watched the entire thing from start to finish. I have to say that I liked it. It was, quote-unquote, cartoonish, for lack of a better term, but I think it worked. And I enjoyed the idea of of companies like Warner Brothers and Disney working together, Perhaps someday the CEOs of both companies will pull their heads out of their asses and do something like this again. And overall, I'm giving Who Framed Roger Rabbit an 8 out of 10.
1: I definitely think it's a well-written and pretty good movie. I liked it a lot. Um, yeah, you're right. I think that they should do something else again. Yeah. Marvel-DC
0: hope... crossover. <clears throat> Just saying. Yeah, let's have some <laughs> cool things happen. Yeah.
1: Um, no, I think that would be cool. And I think it's cool that it happened here. Like, you know, Chippendale's probably the closest thing we're going to get for a while. and that's not even all the way there either but mm-hmm. i would give this a seven out of ten
0: okay all right well with all that out of the way this has been the once again podcast any questions comments or critiques can be addressed to our email at onceagainpod at gmail.com. Follow us on our social media accounts, Once Pod, all one word, on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. If you'd like to contribute to the podcast, we have several tiers available on patreon.com slash onceagainpod. As always, a like, follow, or share would be greatly appreciated. Thank you, have a wonderful day, and remember, we will entertain you. We will always entertain you. And I just want to put a final note out there to the audience. We've now done, we did Jane Eyre like this, we did great
1: mouse detective like great this great mouse
0: detective and who framed Roger Rabbit like this would you prefer us recapping it like how we remember it or do you want us to go back to the old format of me reading a summary and then us giving our notes about it because this is personally I easier I think this sounds
1: I just think this is more personable and better for like the conversations. like if Agreed. you don't like it folks you let us know
0: yeah we and want, we'll go
1: back to what we were doing
0: yeah we want to hear from you uh and have a good day